0: So I'd like to just uh, do as quick uh, a video as I can possibly about this topic. Um, It is quite a profound experience that I had and um, all praise and glory to the Maker of Heaven and Earth for saving me. So I want to explain just very much just that experience and not waffle about anything else around it. So one morning, I dropped my daughter off. I hope the lights okay. I dropped my daughter off at school. Praise the Lord. Uh, so she was not in me with me in the car. Um, and it had been very snowy and raining uh, for months, but particularly over the, that last week, it had been quite um, severely raining and snowy. So. The dirt road that I was on as I was driving back was um, quite muddy and slippery and icy. Um, so not a good combination all at once. But uh, I just dropped my daughter off and um, another mother had stopped me uh, and was talking to me a little bit too too long. So. I had, had, I had to be back at the house uh, at a certain time because these workers were arriving to install a fireplace for us which we'd actually gone an entire winter without a fireplace and we were freezing so I was extremely excited about, um, about getting this uh, fire installed that morning and also didn't want to upset the workers that said they were gonna be at a certain time at my house. I, I don't like being late, it's one of my things I my pet hates. I don't mind if someone else does it to me, but personally I don't like uh, to be late. I find it rude for that person, so I didn't want to be late at all. And so I um, was going faster than I would normally go um, around the windy dirt roads near my house. Uh, I believe, yeah, the speed limit is about 80, I believe I was doing um, 70, 70 odd, uh, probably more closer to 80, but I, I am unsure, but I definitely was going way faster than I normally go, um, and the speed limit really shouldn't be 80 along dirt roads, but um, anyhow, I went um, around this corner, and I lost control of the, the car. It slid all the way over to the other side of the road and then veered me back over um, quite quickly uh, crashed into a tree uh, and head on and then sort of slid down this very steep embankment, um, sort of large, wouldn't say cliff but... N- close <laughs> close to a cliff um, yeah very deep crevice um, embankment on the side of the road that you're not actually quite sure how deep it is until you actually go over the road you you don't really see it um, but it's much deeper than uh, and sharper drop than you realize um, a gentleman had just passed me by moments earlier and uh, just as he passed by I then swerved and went off the road. So I went off the road and uh, as I slammed into the tree, I must admit my, my life did kind of, it didn't necessarily flash before me, but it was a very, it was almost like a slow motion realisation of everything you've been, uh, everything that's come into your life or everything you've done, up until that moment as it was kind of very hard to explain I wouldn't say it was a my life flashing before me but I understand how people put that into that um, sentence to kind of explain it in a it's not able to be explained but um, in a way that's maybe more able to be understood Um, so I I smashed into this tree and I remember trying to stay conscious as uh, the car violently hit this tree. Um, and then it sort of tilted right on its side. So I, in Australia, we drive, the driver is on the right-hand side. So we went down, I went down the embankment on the left. So I was up in the air. And I remember looking out the window as I was sliding down this steep embankment going, this is it. You know, I'd managed to stay conscious when I hit the tree, which was a miracle in itself. But as I was sliding down, I thought, this is it. You know, I was shocked how far I was sliding because I didn't actually know it was such a steep embankment down there. And um, then I kind of violently uh, stopped. The car violently stopped and I was completely on the side. The car was completely on the side and I was dangling from my seatbelt if i if you can understand that that seatbelt was the only thing that was holding me in my seat my legs were trapped in the front of the car and um the car was smashed so my leg was uh kind of caught in the uh front of the car and so when i was able to um I, the first thing I thought was, I need to get out of this car. And so I tried to, um, well, the first thing I thought, sorry, was, oh my goodness, I'm alive. Second thing was, is my dog okay? Because the dog was in the car with me and I heard this massive yelp when we hit the tree. So much so, I was scared to look because I didn't think he was going to be alive. He was quiet. Uh, I I was like, Toby, are you okay? And uh, I just see this little nose. Um, poke out from behind behind me because he was in the in my daughter's um, little booster seat he always sat in there when she wasn't there and uh, thank God he was sitting there because he would have gone through the window the window was all smashed there was red stuff all over the my driver's window Um, there was red stuff although I hadn't seen was all on the top of um, the car Um, and uh, it just didn't look good. I saw the red stuff. I saw the smashed windscreen. Um, I, would, I it didn't look good. So the the second or third thing I thought was um, I need to get out of the car. It started to fill up with smoke inside the car, and um, I didn't know what that smoke was. So I thought, well, I need to get out. Um, so I. At that point, I didn't know that my legs were trapped, that I just managed to, I was in a lot of pain up here, but I just managed to click my um, my seatbelt loose. And when I, as soon as I did that, I really hadn't thought it through, but as soon as I did that, I fell into the passenger seat because I didn't realize just how, what an angle I was on. Um, and because the seatbelt was holding me in there, I fell into the passenger seat and uh, because my one of my legs was still trapped in the in in where my legs normally were driving uh crushed there i i sort of had my legs still there but my body in the in the passenger seat and i just cried out to god um i had a bracelet actually with a cross on it and i looked down at my bracelet and as the car was filling up with smoke i um I just, I just pleaded with Jesus, I said, Lord, if it's my time to go, I understand, but if it's not, then please help me. And within a few seconds of praying that, there was suddenly a man yelling out, saying, are you okay, are you okay? And I was shocked that someone so quickly had found me. Um, because one of the first thoughts I had was being down there, is, no one will find me down here. You know, it's such a uh, such a steep place, you can't see it from the road, so no one was gonna find me. Um, so when I realized I couldn't get out, I was trapped. That was my heartfelt prayer, was, please Lord. <laughs> Uh, Help me because only you can do this. No one will find me otherwise So I was very shocked that someone quickly had said are you okay? And I answered no not really (laughs) Um, They said wait wait wait. I'll get help and um, Much to my amazement He said that he had he had passed me when the person who I just passed He said I looked up in my revision mirror, and I saw you go off the road and I, th- I thought, well, Lord, you know, he, you got him to look up at the exact moment in his revision mirror and see me go off the road. If he hadn't have looked up at that precise moment to see me go over, I would still be down there. And to be honest with you, I would have been found there weeks. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, all the way to the We Just Hit a Million Orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer special all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Later, there was no chance of anyone knowing I was down there. Um, so he called the paramedics and um, they arrived actually quite quickly because they were only in a local cafe, which again was amazing. So they didn't have um, long to travel, only less than five minutes away and there's only really two cafes in the area. So that was amazing. Um, and they managed to, one paramedic managed to scramble in. I don't know to this day how he got in with the local policemen and the local policeman took my details. They were both clearly scared. They were both very stressed, I could tell. But I was actually really quite calm, so much so that the policeman said, you're handling this really well. Like he was a little bit disturbed how calm I was. I was talking with them and saying my name. I think they were a little bit concerned looking at the red stuff all over the ceiling and my passenger window that, you know, There was obviously head injuries and they didn't know if I was going to make it. So he was taking my details to figure out who I was and um, I I could tell they were both not thinking it was going to be a good end. Little did I know that the car had actually landed on a tree branch, um, stopping it from falling into a fast flowing river. Uh, It was a very enlarged river at that time because of all the snow and the rain. Where normally it's kind of like a pretty creek, uh, this was a raging, raging river. It gets very flooded in that particular river, um, which goes through quite a large area of land. Uh, so this was a raging river that, if I had fallen into, would have definitely gone through the windows, gone, and and I would have, I would have died so um, I didn't realize this I all I knew was that I was I'd stopped the car had stopped I was oblivious that uh, this massive four-wheel drive was dangling and being held up by a small branch they knew that and that's why they were so concerned they also knew that there was uh, what they call uh, a widow maker which is another branch that was just waiting widowmakers are these tree branches massive tree branches that look like they're going to fall or they have a a weakness or a break in them that if they fell, it's a widow maker, that's it, you're gone. So that was dangling above. So they knew all this um, and also the um, state of me in the car was obviously very concerning along with all this. So they were risking their lives getting in the car, they knew it. I could see the concern for all of the above. Um, the shopping that I had in the car was absolutely everywhere. Um, it was just a mess. Uh, my dog had snuck to be right next to me, and I remember the paramedic asking if he could move the dog, and I said no <laughs> because it was bringing he was bringing me comfort, and uh, we'd both been through so much. But uh, the paramedic um, then said that he would give me something for the pain because I said, "Oh, my head, my head." And I didn't know if I, part of my brain um, was on the ceiling and the window. Uh, I didn't know how severely I'd hit my head. Um, And nor did they. Um, I had red stuff on the back of my head. uh, And so he said, I'll give you some some painkillers for this. And also knowing that he knew it wasn't going to be pleasant trying to get me out of the car. Uh, He didn't know how severely my leg was crushed. He didn't know the severity of my head wound um and so with all that he gave me uh, quite a high dose uh of a drug that sort of puts you in a quite a relaxed state to um be able to cope with the trauma of what you've just been through and also is kind of a, a painkiller um and he was giving it also to calm me down for what they had to do to get me out so um I had actually a a very large puffer jacket on and I'm quite small my frame is quite small and uh, he um, didn't know how small I was so he misjudged how much to give me and uh, the next thing I remember as soon as he gave it to me was oh no I said oh no out loud and I felt it take me away I felt these drugs flow through my veins so quickly and take me um almost off to be destroyed i I could just feel it wasn't good i immediately said oh no uh whereas before i was quite fine you know definitely not uh, feeling very comfortable but um and the next thing i i could feel was this fight to stay alive and everything in me was fighting, uh, everything in me was fighting to stay alive and I remember feeling pressure down on my chest um, which was later I found out was he was pressing or rubbing down on my heart to get it going again. And I remember fighting and fighting, I remember him fighting and fighting by, by trying to keep my heart going and then I gave up. And I remember letting out uh, a cry and uh, apparently uh, I let out such a big cry he said it was very disturbing and everyone, all the 30 SES that were at the scene and everyone at the scene was like piercingly uh, eerie and not good and all the birds started flying he said. Um, but I knew that was my, my last breath. I. I I let it go. I I let go from the fight. And after that I remember profound peace and pretty much like a nothing. (laughs) Um, I can't say that I went to heaven or saw God or anything like that, that you hear some testimonies where they were, you know, brought straight to heaven. But all I can tell you is that I felt a profound peace and a very vast awareness of God. It was almost like uh, there was no time, no space. And my body, I felt my spirit leaving my body. Um, It was almost like a deep root being rooted out and pulled out from the tip of my toes. A very, very profound pulling of my spirit, my soul coming out of my body and being removed from something that I'd obviously been in for a long time it was a ripping it was a ripping apart and I can quite literally tell you that the body does drop but the soul the spirit who you are inside lives on and that was very very apparent and um, after feeling that I had a very strong awareness of the vastness of God and the non-existence of time in that place and the beginning and the end of him that there is no he is the beginning and the end there is no real time he's all in one at one and the oneness of him was very profound but also and it's very hard to put into words it very much cheapens it Um, so i'm trying my best but it doesn't cut it there's no words there's just profound love um there is no sin in his presence it, it cannot be in his presence uh, it, it, it's impossible um, and how i expre- explain it is like paul he was caught up to the third heaven and whether in or out of body he says he does not know but he was caught up and something something happened to him and all I can say to you is something happened to me in that place, in that, in that moment. I don't know how long I was gone for, but I know that um, when my ex-husband uh, met the policeman um, and saw the car, that the policeman heavily implied that they had lost me. And then when I um, saw the paramedic um, much later on, he uh, said the same thing. So I know that I was gone for however long, I don't know. But there was a, a... Suddenly, when they were had got me out of the car and I was being pulled up through the window uh, on almost like a stretcher, they had managed to... They were pulling me out of the window and it's almost like whoosh, I was back in my body. And that vast expanse that I had felt being free from my body suddenly I was whoosh I was back and um, it's almost like the words were in my soul not now and um, I remember the first thing I thought when I opened my eyes was my goodness what a tight space to be back in you know the freedom of the spirit being loose from the body is quite amazing and again the oneness you feel with God his beauty and the vastness that you feel is uh is quite amazing and uh, the first thing was yeah gosh this is a tiny space to be back in and then when i realized i was back it was like wow i was i started saying wow i'm back i'm back (laughs) um in this excited voice and um and i was like have i got a face have i got a face and i was trying to whack my face because it felt really weird to be back in a body and um and he said yes yes and he was trying to talk to me and uh i was been, uh there was a chain up the up the hill or up the embankment it was so steep that i don't know quite know how they did it but there was a chain of people who were bringing the stretcher up and um everyone i spoke to along the way I was like no no you don't understand i was gone and now i'm back and and one man leant over me and said you know you are very one very lucky lady and all i could see was his eyes and i said to him no it's not luck that was God and I know that uh, I was so excited to be back that it may have appeared to be um, the drugs or a little bit kooky but I know what had happened to me and as the helicopter waited to uh, they managed to land between in a in a little space was not little but it's a a little field just opposite uh, as a very rural area and they managed to land, which I was amazed later, between these um, power lines and everything, to fly me out of there. And I was flown to, because um, we are hour- We were two hours away from um, the nearest hospital, I was flown to the hospital. Um, basically, um, it's quite emotional, because the car was a massive four-wheel drive with a massive metal bull bar. The car was a complete write-off, but I only had half an inch of a scratch on my finger and a broken collarbone from the seatbelt. What happened about the red stuff was I had shopping in the car from the previous day. I, would, I was too tired to take it out, so there was shopping in the back. And what had happened was Um, This pasta sauce, this glass bottle, had smashed the back of the headrest, or my head, I'm not sure, and had sprayed all over my head the top of the um, car and my driver's window, looking very much like blood. Um, And like I said, at the time, the paramedic and the policeman thought that was what it was as well. I thought it. That's what it was, so hence I thought I was gonna die. And um, my plea to Jesus in that car, it was miraculous that I had survived the tree, been hit uh, at 70, 70 odd kilometers an hour, hitting this massive tree, surviving that impact, surviving going down that steep embankment, and then the car being saved From falling into the water by this tree branch and the tree above not falling on the car and then the encounter with the drugs I've never done well with pharmaceutical drugs and the man knew I know that he knows that he overdosed me by mistake Um, and this drug is known to stop hearts but he had no choice at the time Um, it's been known to stop it can kill you so uh, It was amazing, I got out of there and um, meeting the policeman and the paramedic afterwards, they both teared up, they were both deeply touched and they both said to me, uh, they weren't together at the time, they were separate when I saw them, That they both said I don't see anyone get out of cars like that, car crashes like that, you are one, someone is looking after you and they looked up. They both said that. separately and they're both not believers but I know that through that experience the Lord blessed them with with some understanding that Something is out there and that I was being looked after it was so clear. I mean um, So that was my near-death experience and the experience of um, of the Lord the presence of the Lord out of my body and how he touched those people the 30-odd SES and um, paramedics and policemen and um, and he definitely saved me. Uh, He saved me from that. I believe it's his mercy and perhaps that he's not done with me yet. So I give him all the glory and the honour and the praise for saving me and I wanted to share that with you. It's quite a profound testimony of a obviously fatal car crash that the enemy wanted to destroy me but how powerful God is when it is your time to go it's your time to go but when it's not the Lord has the last say and he will he will save you and I hope that's blessed you today I hope you can see me properly but more importantly hear my heart and hear the the testimony of what he's done for me and um, I'm not special by any means so he can do that for you too and I firmly believe that you know there's many times he saved us but we just don't see it so one day we will see it and know how many times he's actually saved us how many times things have gone could have gone wrong and he averted it um and how many times we could have passed away but he saved us so i hope that's blessed you and i'll talk to you soon